Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Are you in a spiritual rut? Pardon my voice, I'm a little raspy. I was actually out in Green Bay, Wisconsin at the Northeast chapter of Legatus. I know you all hear about me speaking at Legatus, but it's always good to remind people that there's this beautiful organization for executives who are Catholic, who want to live their faith, not only in their personal lives, but also in their work lives. And last night, I met so many amazing people. Sometimes it's hard to speak to people while you're at these events. You just get one or two. But I had the beautiful blessing of speaking to so many before and after my talk. And I am so filled I think sometimes we get in a spiritual rut and we keep doing the same things over and over. And I'm also up here in Green Bay, which is 30 minutes away from Champion, Wisconsin. And I am going to go to Our Lady of Good Help Shrine, which is the only Marian apparition site approved in America. This is like a little pilgrimage. And I know it's kind of tough in the summer. It almost seems like the church takes a vacation from events. So hold tight. For those of you who are listening on Australia and on the other side of the world, sorry about that. I know it's winter for you. Maybe events are oozing out of your parish, and I hope that's the case. But that's where I meet so many amazing people that truly become spiritual companions on the journey. And we need to shake things up. So look at your spiritual routine. I've done a couple of podcasts on this before to get out of that rut and to try something new. Maybe it's a program that you need to do. Y'all know that I have a 40-day video prayer program that I walk with you every single day, sending you a three-minute video and basically helping you establish that daily prayer routine and use all of the beautiful sacramental blessings and gifts that the church offers us on this journey. But there are other programs out there too. Maybe it's not just putting in a spiritual prayer routine. Maybe you want to advance it. So learn about the nine levels of prayer. 
Learn about mental prayer and how you do it and then practice it. Maybe it's even watching The Chosen. I loved that. I thought it was so cool. I can't, I think the second season is out there as well already on YouTube and it's free. I highly encourage people to make donations because when stuff is free, people still put their work and effort into it. And it's not exactly Catholic, and I know some people have issues with some of the stuff, but if you take it in the grain of spiritual enlightenment and entertainment, not necessarily as factual theological stuff, you'll enjoy it much more. And then you'll get to know the characters, and you'll be looking forward to season three, which I'm sure they'll make. Or maybe it's tuning in to podcasts, new ones, or new shows that are out there, whether it's on EWTN, Shalom World TV, that is not a Jewish channel. (laughs) I remember when I was the Shalom World TV news anchor, the first one that they had, I did it for about a year. And people would be like, I thought that you were Catholic. And I'm like, I am. And they're like, well, why are you doing something for a Jewish channel? And I said, it's not a Jewish channel. It's actually an Indian. It stemmed from a man in India. And shalom means peace. And that is basically what Jesus always said to greet people. (laughs) So I kind of think that's funny. But there are always new shows on that channel. And it's free. I think there's an app that you download. You can listen to relevant radio online if you're not actually in a place that has a radio station, and you can listen to different podcasts on demand. There's so many ways now. It's it's good technology. It's using technology for good, that we can inspire our souls to go deeper in our relationship with God, where we can humbly give him our time and also learn the road of this life until we get to heaven is nothing but a constant learning path. And you all know that I would have to be paid to go back to school. I am not a a learner by heart, by nature. But when the Holy Spirit caught me after my first confession, I was filled with this unquenchable thirst to learn more and more, not only about the Catholic faith, but just about how to deepen my relationship with God in general. And that is why I do what I do. I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. You know, you may not like my approach and that's fine. That's why the body of Christ is so unique and we're all so different and we all have different skills. Honestly, maybe you need a coach and I keep offering myself up, but that's what I do. I have a coaching practice and I don't have it because I started it. I have it because my followers and listeners reached out and wanted more intimate help. So after prayer, I heard loud and clear that God said, yes, do this, do this, especially it was starting in 2020 when everyone was locked down. 
And people were freaking out. We weren't allowed to receive Jesus. Churches were closing down. All of my talking engagements closed down. It was rough back then. And I continue to have a thriving coaching practice, I guess you could call it, because my heart is poured into it. And I am so grateful when people move on. Because I'm not necessarily going to be a coach to you forever. And maybe it's some things that you're trying to overcome, like venial sin, or maybe you're trying to pray. Maybe you're having difficulties in relationships in your personal and professional life. Maybe you're trying to start a new ministry and get out of the corporate grind, if you will. I have coached people in that regard too. Boy, did I learn a lot. I remember when I first stepped out and my husband gave me his yes and I started this beautiful ministry for God and I realized that I was doing it for God, not with God. So things changed and it became more prayerful, but I didn't know anything. (laughs) I didn't know the first thing about putting a book together, publishing it, editing it, getting it out there, marketing it. I didn't know, even though I was IT, I didn't know how to put a website together. I didn't know how to really wrap my mind around what kind of content I needed to put out there. And it seemed like every time I took a step forward, God would open up the door. Someone would come and help. And sometimes it wouldn't be until 11.55, you know, where they say the 11th hour, And I would be panicking and worrying, but never having enough trust in God in the beginning that he was going to give me what I needed. So let's kick it up a notch. Let's do something different in our spiritual walk that inserts this zeal for God. Maybe it's apologetics that you need. Maybe you need to be listening to some apologists out there and looking up online why we believe what we believe. You know how much I say that we must speak truth with love. And the only way we're going to know how to do that is to actually understand and be able to articulate why we believe what we believe. Last night, as an example, I had someone ask me, what do you say to the other Christians of why you're Catholic and why why you aren't going to that big box church with the band and the people dancing and having a big good old good old time? And I go right back to the Eucharist and the sacraments. Jesus is in the Catholic Church. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. And Jesus is also in reconciliation. And that was a mystical, spiritual experience for me in the confessional. I could go on and on, but when I just take those two, I get a lot of questions. And there are beautiful proofs, I should say, out there for the Eucharist, and showing and proving that that is Jesus's body, blood, soul, and divinity. I even wrote a blog. I'll put the link in this description 
it's uh I think you could even search the that inner web out there <laughs> and just put Kendra Von Esch and Eucharistic Miracles. And in that blog I put it's basically an article. I put a bunch of links and there are so many more. Maybe that's what you need to give yourself that confidence and that courage to speak truth with love to those in your life. I know you don't want to look at Jesus when you're on judgment day and you're making an account of the things that you said and didn't say and did and didn't do. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there saying, well, Lord, I just didn't want to speak truth about you or the faith or how we're supposed to live and we're not supposed to do homosexual acts and we're not supposed to be changing our genders and because I just didn't want to be labeled. I didn't, I was afraid of people and what they thought of me. And maybe that's another thing that we should all be praying for is detachment. I was speaking about that last night, that I had to pray for detachment for months before I finally truly felt that my heart was changed. I can no longer be concerned about what people think about me, what people say about me. All I need to do is live for an audience of one. And then when I die, I can say, I hope, Lord, I was a good and faithful, courageous servant. Knowing you, loving you, and serving you. Living out the two greatest commandments. Keeping you in the center of my life so that you can change my heart so that I can love myself and love others as you command me to. So sit down and pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to put on your heart what it is that he wants you to do. And go do it. Kick it up. Change it up. Put that fire back in your walk. It changes a lot when you continue to thrive in the, in the faith and learn more in the faith because you never stop learning. Just remember to learn like a child. We don't want to have this student-teacher relationship with God. We want to have this loving child with their father-God relationship, right? As we're learning, we want, God, we want to ask questions. We want to be curious. We want to grab God's hand, put our hand up and let him guide us. It's not a test. It's not a grade. We can't look at our lives like that. That's not a relationship with God. That's going to school. A relationship with God is one where we speak and we love and we talk and we listen. All right, everyone. I am so excited. I've got to get myself ready to go to this beautiful shrine. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to video things. We'll have to see how it all goes, but I will definitely let you know how it went and I will keep you in my prayers. I will actually pray for all of you while I'm there. And I will speak to you on Monday. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I love you all so much. I'm so blessed to be walking on this journey with you.
If this is helpful to you, share it with others. Everyone might need a little 10 minutes, even though I never keep it to 10 minutes. (laughs) It's hard to keep it to 10 minutes. You know me, I can talk. But everyone could start their day putting Jesus on together, right? And then we're all walking with a little bit more joy and love and Jesus in our heart. Find something more with God and have a blessed and inspired day.